0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming up this week, the battle for 21st Century Fox is on, and Disney and Comcast are ready to go several rounds to win that. Uh, A petition is gaining steam to force Disneyland to pay a $15-an-hour wage, and we're going to discuss an article by disc contributor Rachel Ashbrook about original Disney attractions that could easily be targeted for an IP makeover. All of that coming up next... From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is The Diz Unplugged. This is The Diz Unplugged, episode 996, for the week of June 19th. 2019 my timing's off with the new 2018 2018 2018 why did i write down 2019 well because they release packages the dis unplugged is brought to you yeah really the dis unplugged is brought to you by dreams unlimited travel experts at helping you plan the perfect disney vacation visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com hello everyone and welcome to the show coming to you live from the bob varley studio in orlando florida i'm your host pete werner joined at the table this week by my good friends john majai hi everybody Kevin Close. Hello. Steve Porter. Hello. Corey Martin. I'm just happy to be here. And back in the production nook, our very own Mr. Uh, Rhino Clavin. Hello. And new friend. His new friend, that creepy ass thing that I bought out (laughs) in California, (laughs) that is just staring right at John. Rocket raccoon. It it will not break eye contact with John. Um, (laughs) I I told John I want to put uh, I want to put glowing red eyes in it, just to like you know at night. Scare the hell out of like anybody going past the studio.
1: You should keep it in your office.
2: I think that's what you should do. I think so. You too. bought
1: it. I think no, I <laughs> bought it for the studio.
2: I think you should put it in the in your car so you can drive in the carpool lane. Yeah, yeah. Really. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, welcome to the show, everybody. Hope you're having a good week. Uh, it is nice to be back at a nice time, mostly uh, on the cruise last week uh, doing some work. And I'll say I, saying mostly because something happened. Not the cruise line's fault, but I will I will tell you later. I'm not going to talk about it right now because I'm waiting to hear something back before I talk about it on the show. If you follow me on Facebook, I talked about it on Facebook. But uh, it is nice to be back. And uh, just a couple things in housekeeping. I want to remind everybody that uh, uh, the new version of the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged has now launched. It goes up every Monday. Uh, featuring myself and Mr. Rhino Clavin, along with members of our California team, Tyler Crouch and Katrina Manzoni, as well as um, Luella and Mary Jo and Nancy are going to be joining us uh, as well. So you get to see some familiar faces and some new ones. So you can check that out every Monday, disunplugged.com or youtube.com slash disunplugged. Uh, now, for those of you who uh, were following any of us on Twitter, while we were on the cruise, you know that we were we were you know, putting out a lot of content, certainly, but uh, we were also given some stuff away. And in order to win uh, any of the things we were giving away, you simply had to follow Dreams Unlimited Travel, that's Dreams You Travel, on Twitter, and retweet the post that we had put up. Uh, The first thing that we offered to give away was this really nice sling uh, Castaway Club backpack with two very nice, I actually debated whether or not I wanted to give these (laughs) away because they were really nice luggage tags that said Castaway Club on them, but decided to give them away. And um, I'm going to announce that Michael Weitzel uh, is the winner of that particular prize. Yay! And there was much rejoicing. Um, And um, then what really got people worked up into a a lather. A lather. Please let it be soap. (laughs) A Dooney, a a, a nice Dooney and Bork uh, handbag, cruise line. Am I saying it wrong? Yeah,
3: Dooney, it? Burke. Dooney Burke. Burke. Dooney and Bork, Bork sounds York, like it's for it's dogs. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it, there, that's
0: that's that's one brand of bag that is not in my closet because they don't make anything for men. If they made something for men. I'd learn how to pronounce it until they do. It's Bork. <laughs> um, but anyway, people got real excited about this, so I'm happy to announce that Lindsay Abraham is the winner of the Dooney and Burke. Uh, <laughs> Cruise line bag,
4: yay! Yeah, congratulations, Michael and That's Lindsay. Awesome.
0: Now, if you uh, did not know about this or did not win,
5: there's one no other one:
0: the cooler. We haven't uh, no, we haven't pulled the name for that one yet.
5: Oh, okay. Jeez, Steve.
0: So
4: yeah,
2: you've ruined Steve everything. Steve ruined it. Yeah. Start from the beginning.
0: We're done. <laughs> yeah, we have a we have a cooler with some. Uh, what else? We had some something else in there.
5: Well, those ones aren't, haven't been up on Twitter yet, but the, cooler has, the cooler has inside the cooler will be uh, a Dooney and Burke and <laughs> uh, a Castaway so, it, it, all that.
0: There's, there's that there you can find that on um, uh, Dreams, uh, at Dreams You Travel on Twitter but uh, unless Steve has anything else he wants to correct me on um, <laughs> if you did not win either of those two prizes do not despair we have more stuff we're giving away including another Dooney and Burke bag Mm. That we are going to be giving away. So all you need to do, head over to Twitter, and follow Dreams on Un- Dreams You Travel. And uh, when we post the new bag uh, or anything new, we're going to be doing a lot of different stuff. Um, all you need to do is retweet it uh, for a chance to win.
1: And if you're not watching this, then you'll never know that you've been disqualified. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So um, that, that is made what. Made him laugh.
0: That is what I have. I had no, I don't even know what he means. Um, we, we learned to just go with, it. <laughs> just go with um, it. That's all I have for housekeeping.
4: That's it. I fired the housekeepers.
3: I, oh, I, um, I, I, <laughs> <That bothered him. laughs> um, I uh, just wanted to say something. Uh, so the Disneyland video that I edited together, um, that is up on our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com. I like how he's getting that in that I edited. <laughs> oh, I
2: edited.
4: He talks about that more when I talk about uh, my broken arm.
3: I, I, well, I, I uh, worked on that um, nonstop for weeks, but I wanted to, to let people know if you're a Patreon supporter that Um, What I'm going to do is actually chop up every person's um, interview and put the entirety of the interview of what they said to every one of the questions that we asked up on there. So if you're curious, like if you enjoyed that or you want to see how I cut that down, you'll be able to go up and see like Mary Jo's answer, Josh, Katrina, myself that took like 15 takes or whatever. So it was all edited down to about 25 minutes, but I will tell you just Charles interview alone was about 40 minutes. So there's going to be some stuff up there for you. So stay tuned to that.
0: So, yeah, and just explain to people what Patreon is.
3: Um, So it is a, a, uh, I have lost all words in my brain at this moment. It is a site where you can go and um, uh, contribute to to the podcast where you can donate a dollar a month or you can just do a one-time donation. It can be an ongoing donation, but um, certain amounts of money allow you to access certain levels of perks. Um, where you can see behind the scenes uh, photos, videos, um, things like that. Um, we've been using the new feature in their lens a lot when we're in the park. So you kind of like see us as we go through our day. Not just in the park. I do it in here when Steve's rapping sometimes. Um, and oh, tell me, did you really? Oh well, yeah, he got a, his rap. The 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 thing with that is it disappears after twenty four hours, and that is what i also just remembered i needed to say is that there is a new version of this lens that we are getting to test um through the Disunplug patreon um app so if you are a patreon supporter and you don't have the um the mobile app on your phone i would recommend downloading that because it's easier to access the clips video but now they've added it so you can um, immediately comment on it and I could comment back so like if you see where I am in the park and you want to know where we are or you want us to go look for a certain thing or do something like that you can immediately start engaging with us like that so it's going to help with that oh I love
0: thing. the idea of that as a segment make Rhino do stuff
3: I feel like that is going to go a lot of different ways so I don't that you isn't the, do that to that's him,
2: the top right? tier he supporter
3: level yeah he got yelled at
2: <laughs> for making Steve
0: do stuff making Steve <laughs> is it
2: just me or is that rat moving <laughs> <laughs> Do
0: you see it? It's a raccoon and no. Oh, okay. God. It's like it's about to lunge at me.
4: And what movie is it from?
1: S- star Wars.
0: Though. A no. Star is Born. <laughs>
2: no,
4: it's not. <laughs> and they've remade that with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. I can't wait. Oh.
0: I- I'm excited to see it. Are you? Good Vets. for you. <laughs> Never let go of anything that didn't have claw marks all over a woman, did you? <laughs>
2: It'll yeah. never be the
4: same. I was upset when Barbara Streisand did it in nineteen seventy-five, so. so it's
0: gotten over that.
4: <laughs> it's still sort of
0: Oh Lord. I have no idea what you're all talking about. Yeah. I, know, yeah. I know, I know. But you just smiling. the
4: whole rat conversation. Oh, oh, yeah, what's a rat.
1: Uh, it's a rocket.
0: That's from Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, great. Rhino and awesome.
3: Rocket sitting in a tree. We're gonna hold hands back here. <laughs> His in my support system. That's not my his support, hand, Rhino. My support <laughs> raccoon. <laughs> my support raccoon. I had to take
2: it on planes.
1: My emotional don't dispen- give him ideas. <laughs> put, a, put a straw in your mouth. <laughs> he's gonna
0: put. He's gonna put service animal around its neck and <laughs> try and walk it on a plane. <laughs> um, that
2: could be for that lens thingy. Yeah, <laughs> really? <yeah. laughs> Where can Rhino bring Rocket? How to, how to get on the no-fly list? <laughs> how to get arrested
1: at the Magic Kingdom? <laughs> I still want to hear Steve rap. So, you know, is it old school well, rap? Yeah, the, is it 80s, oh, 90s? or 90s rap. Oh, right? okay. Yeah. Yeah, well,
0: that's his era. That's his uh, yeah. era. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Anything else for housekeeping? Anybody got anything <laughs> you want to talk about? No? Uh-huh.
2: All right. Let's go ahead and get started with the news. All right. Our first news story. Fox board to consider a Comcast offer dur- during Wednesday meeting. 21st Century Fox board members will discuss the recent $65 billion Comcast bid for their assets at a regularly scheduled meeting next week, according to Bloomberg sources. Comcast put in the bid on June 13th, one day after a federal judge approved AT&T's acquisition of Time Warner. Fox owner Rupert Murdoch has originally chosen a 524 billion-dollar Disney deal over Comcast due to concerns of regulatory complications. Comcast has taken Fox's decision to allow the board to discuss the new offer as a good sign that a deal with them would be more likely to pass federal regulatory inspections than previously thought. In addition, uh, in additional reports, Disney is now expected to add cash to its bid for 21st Century Fox, according to CNBC. The original agreement reached between Disney and Fox um, was to buy the Fox assets for $52.4 billion in stock, and that bid has gained in value about f- to about $55.5 billion. The Fox board will weigh the benefits of this new all-cash proposal from Comcast and decide if it's better than the current Disney all-stock deal. The Walt Disney Company will have five days to come back with a new bid, and CNBC is reporting that they will be willing to add cash if needed to win the bidding, so sweeten the deal.
0: It is. It's very important to remember that Bob Iger and I always forget the guy's name at, at Comcast. Um, they hate each other, and this stems back from Comcast. Apparently, they there was an attempt at a hostile takeover of Disney at one point, and as a result of that, I mean there is like bad blood between these guys. So you have these two titans of industry that are about to duke it out over 21st Century Fox. Um, The regulatory issues stemmed from the, the initial offering that Fox turned down when they accepted Disney's was around the fact that they felt almost certain that the Justice Department was going to try and block the acquisition of a major content player by what effectively amounted to a massive television station. Um, that it was too, uh, it was going to end up being too monopolistic. And it was going to drive up prices for consumers and things like that. Um, that's why they were waiting on the AT&T Time Warner deal, because the Justice Department was trying to block that. And it wasn't until a judge shot them down and said, no, this deal can go through, that Comcast said, okay, well, maybe we do have some skin in this game after all. And that probably gave Fox a reason to... Take a fresh look at it because Disney's offer is all stock, whereas uh, Comcast Comcast is, is all cash. So uh, we had been hearing that Disney was lining up cash sources. But uh, analysts are saying, though, that if Comcast does manage to win this, they are going to be so underwater in debt that – the, the, that the company is going to be really in bad shape that so it's really like this battle is I, you know I, I wonder how much rationale is going on in terms of comcast this
2: reminds me of stuff that happened in the 80s with these massive takeovers where companies took on this huge amount of debt and then to pay off the debt they split up the assets mm-hmm. so this is something comcast could do they could buy this and then piecemeal off the assets in order to bring back some of their debt. I had also read another analyst thinks that it's a possibility that Fox could work out a deal where some assets go to Comcast and some go to Disney. Mm-hmm. And Disney could wind up with the IPs that they're just looking
5: for.
0: That could be very interesting.
5: I think the longer they duke it out, it's like the the better, obviously the better this will be for 21st century, or the better it will be for Fox. Um, but I, in an article I was reading this morning, it was basically saying how the longer this goes on the worse it puts the worst position disney gets in because if it if the price goes up higher and higher then they have to choose do we just lose out on this or do we take on something that our shareholders are probably going to be pissed that we paid this much for um, so you know it's getting to a point where it, is the winner really going to be the winner
0: or do does do you drive the price up so high that you force your competitor in this Whoever wins the bid,
2: mm-hmm.
0: no, to to take it, knowing that it's probably going to shoot them in the foot exactly. because of the amount of debt they're going to have to take on, because on top of the debt of whatever they're putting out in terms of cash and stock and everything else, they're also accepting the debt of 21st Century Fox, which is somewhere around 20 plus billion dollars right now. I'm sure Wall Street's having a field day. Right oh, they're now, t- like these the, these stocks these yes. stocks are taking a hit. Yeah. These stocks are taking a hit. Disney stock is taking a hit. Comcast stock is taking a hit. Um, so it'd be very interesting to see how this plays out, but this is now the era we're in it's we're back to the eighties of these mega mergers um and it's how it's gonna you know, especially with net neutrality being basically taken off the books and these companies now being free to kind of do what they want and charge what they want and create any kind of lane they want for the content that they own versus content being provided by their competitors. Um, It's gonna be very interesting to see how this all shakes out in the end. But, who knows? We shall see. Do you think, which way do you think Fox is gonna go with this? Do you think they're gonna go with Disney or do you think that cash offer is just too attractive?
2: I think Rupert Murdoch is greedy and I think he's gonna take whoever gives him the best deal Mm-hmm. And I think that at some point Iger will back off. I don't think Iger is willing to really put the company. I don't know. In. I,
1: I would I much it. rather partner with Disney, but you know that cash—it's cash. It's cash. Right. You know, tying yourself to Disney is beautiful. You know, but I don't know that. But cash, then that offer. Yeah, but what comp, what is that stock
0: more likely to be worth? How, five years from now. He? But, but it's not him. It's the board of directors that has to make the decision, not not Rupert Murdoch. He's got a seat on the board and certainly has influence. Influence over the board, But it's sure. not, you know, it's the board that's going to make it. And if they make the wrong decision, they're going to pay the price from their shareholders.
3: I, I feel like Comcast isn't just paying for that asset, though, but now they're paying for the opportunity to say that they just won. They just beat Disney. So no, no like, question. Cause so it's, it is one of those, I think, there's even more value in it for them, because then... That really, I think, is going to go a long way for a long time because it essentially says, like, they're not the Titan. You know, there's other people here. Like, Because I think that's kind of what it's been for a little while now is that Dis- nobody can overtake Disney. And now there's somebody that's saying, like, I don't like that. We're going to do it, you know. So I think, I think for that company, it's bragging rights more than anything else is what you because it's like what you said, how he hates Bob, Bob Iger and stuff. And I think about the theme parks and now what, what kind of reputation that'll give the, all of their theme parks and stuff like that now, too.
0: Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. Be very, very interesting to see. So.
3: All
2: right. Our next news story. Registrar cer- certifies signatures on petition forcing Disneyland to pay, quote, a living wage. Earlier last month, a group of unions representing many of Disneyland's cast members submitted about 20,000 signatures, asking for a ballot measure that would force larger Anaheim employers, including the Disneyland Resort, to pay workers at least $15 per hour. The measure would apply to all large businesses that accept city subsidies. Yesterday, the Orange County Registrar of Voters confirmed that enough signatures have been gathered to move the initiative along in the process. Organizers needed to collect at least 13,185 valid signatures, which represents 10% of registered voters in the city of Anaheim. If ratified, the measure would force affected employers to pay a minimum starting wage of $15 beginning January 1, 2019, increasing $1 an hour per year through 2022. After that, the increases in the required minimum wage will be tied to the cost of living. The petition now moves to the Anaheim City Council. Council members will discuss whether to put the measure on the ballot for the November 6th election or simply adopt a city ordinance to impose the minimum wage requirements. The City city Council can also request an economic impact report which would delay any decision on the matter. Andrew Cohen, spokesperson for the Unite Here Local 11, one of the unions involved in the petition process, So they would not oppose an economic impact report, adding, quote, the more information that comes out of this, the better.
0: Well, this could end up working against the union. Um, You know, uh, first of all, Disneyland has already extended the offer for a $15 an hour wage as part of their current negotiations with their union out there. I know we're dealing with it out here. (laughs) Um, Disneyland has extended that offer. Um, if my my thinking is this if the union is trying to negotiate with Disney to get more out of them in terms of other benefits and things like that in addition to the $15 and then this passes, this actually happens before that contract is ratified Disney could just turn around and say well okay we're, fine. we're forced to pay $15 an hour, that's it, that's all we're doing we're not giving you anything else. Um, so I know that there's a tremendous amount of consternation, let's say, between the Anaheim City Council and Disneyland right now. Um, used to be that the City Council and Disneyland were kind of in good graces with each other. That changed. Um, Josh Tomorrow, who's now head of... Uh, Disneyland as his work it out for him, but if there's anybody you've heard me talk about Josh before, if there's anybody that is the right guy to negotiate from a good place on Disney's behalf out there, it's him. Um, so, but I'm just I'm curious to see a if I mean. I guess they can do it, right? The Anaheim City Council can Absolutely. put a ballot measure on or actually just, just make it a city it. ordinance that you have to pay $15
5: an well, hour. Right? Or they just, because it's about the subsidies, right? So, yeah. so they would just say, okay, well, then you don't get the subsidies. Okay,
2: the subsidies. I'm curious as to what other large businesses would be affected in Anaheim.
5: The hotels, maybe? Or
2: well, every think, business
0: no? in Anaheim, and that's the thing, is that this is targeted at in, in, in a large measure at Disney. Right. But it's going to affect every single business in the city.
2: Well, they're saying larger businesses that take subsidies. So I don't know if maybe a, a one-off hotel or something like that would be affected by it.
1: Mm-hmm. But what about the cast members who, who don't live in Anaheim? I mean...
2: Oh, the, where you're employed.
1: Is, is, where is where you're, you're not where you live. It's is this
3: mic on? Yeah. You just have
2: to... Oh, yeah. All right.
3: Sorry. Yeah, There you go. All right. Is this so, thing on? Right.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the employer has to pay uh, and it's not where you live. But yeah, I'm just curious as to who else is out there that's as big a player as Disneyland. I just don't know.
0: Not in Anaheim, nobody. I mean, that is the single biggest employer by a mile. Uh, in that,
3: is Knott's Berry Farm in Anaheim, or is that technically it's another? I city. don't think so. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think that's in Anaheim. Yeah, but I could be wrong on that. But very interested to see what they're gonna what they're gonna do with it. So, all right, all right. kind of a slow news week. Slow news week. That'll do it for the news. All right. Um, one of the things I wanted to talk about. And I love seeing how many followers are coming in um, for on the Twitter. free
2: stuff and they go crazy. <laughs>
0: at Dreams You Travel on, uh, um, on Twitter. Um, okay, so there was an article that caught my eye. Actually, there were two. So we're going to talk about two different articles right now. Um, there was an article that caught my eye on the Diz yesterday that I thought would make an interesting discussion. Uh, we talk a lot about... Um, intellectual property c- working its way into the parks. And that's been a kind of a thing. Some people are really upset to see, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy taking over where Universe of Energy was and um, the other things that Disney is doing, especially like Star Wars and, and uh, Avatar uh, Pandora. Um, so Rachel Ashbrook, is one of our contributors on the Diz, wrote an article entitled Original Disney Attractions That Could Easily Go The Way of an IP Makeover. Um, so, and I know I, I knew it would get it would get I Steve say, going. So say,
2: this is she's she's walking on some pretty hollow ground. Oh man, <laughs> she's treading on some um, hollow.
5: I, I like sweat like reading this because I get so mad. But well, don't get mad at her. I know, she's I know. I've had you know, plenty of opinions that people totally hate, so I I get it. She's
0: positing, but... she's positing the possibility, and Ooh. that's what I thought was really interesting. Was that it isn't interesting? I hadn't thought about this. But absolutely not outside the realm of possibility that Disney could take an existing attraction that was an original Disney idea, imagineering creation, and put an overlay onto it that now makes it connects it with uh, an intellectual property. They did it with uh, Maelstrom. Yeah. Maelstrom was an original. Disney Dark Ride, basically, that was then refitted to uh, be Frozen. Or Tower of Terror, too, you know. Tower of Terror out in California. I
5: think the difference being is that some of those made a lot of sense, the transition. I love this article, but there are definitely some in here that I just don't think. All makes right, well, sense. let's go through them. Yeah, We're well, they
4: did the same th- thing with Small World. They added Disney characters to that. Well, it's not as like, an overlay of a movie, right? They changed that.
0: And look at the, look at what happened. Look at like out in California, they lost their minds. <laughs> they lost their minds. <clears throat> so, all right, the first one she posits here is uh, soren over the world. With Aladdin and Jasmine, Steve is like he's gonna he's gonna get <laughs> whiplash going. Um, instead of a flying hang glider, you join Aladdin and Jasmine on their magic carpet and fly over various fairy tale themed landscapes.
1: I'm gonna tell you what—it's a fun article though. Like Steve, come on—it's a fun. No, article. it is a fun. Article. It, it, it is, is fun. To, to why, think about the, stuff the like this. The reason
5: why this is actually a great article is because it's gonna make you either love her ideas or hate her ideas, and. Well, I don't even
0: know that she's saying. Oh, this is what they should do. Uh, right. She's saying she this is like, what could be you know. done, and yeah. with Disney's push towards intellectual property, that you know, as fans, we need to be like thinking about this, and maybe you know, guarding our loins. Me as long
4: as they separated the theaters, you had a choice.
0: <laughs> well, here's the thing: mm-hmm. after the more I ride the new version of Soren, the more I hate it.
1: The Eiffel um, Tower when it's, it's yeah the, lane, that, the it is, it's, Eiffel yeah, Tower.
0: that was that is such a massive fail the fact that if you are not sitting dead center in that center set of seats that various points of the attraction look skewed they don't look right um, that and the fact that if you're going to use CGI the way they used it in this then just create something create fantasy you know so why not aladdin and jasmine flying well, the, over but the but then kingdoms. jasmine's gonna
1: have a, like a crooked head
2: if you're sitting in the wrong spot you know, just, you are from their perspective so you're flying over the world from their perspective okay. she's not coming at you 3d well, you never all know scary and whatnot <laughs> or you could be riding on the millennium falcon i just want to say that's the other thing too is why does it have to be that why can't it be you know I just completely redo it to a Star I feel Wars like ride.
5: If we're gonna have an Aladdin-themed an attraction in Epcot, shouldn't it be in Morocco? I just feel like it's gonna be a very out of place in the Land Pavilion. Well, I would rather
4: they used Rocketeer.
0: Well, then if you had to, if you had to make the decision of what IP to put in Sorin, what would it be?
1: Ooh, Ooh. Ooh. I don't know about Sorin. I think Kevin, Dumbo. I think no, I'm Kevin's talking specifically. Good... Talking okay.
5: All right, uh, now I feel challenged a little bit, but I will say maybe if we're gonna go the land and future world all together, maybe a Wally where you're flying through space with Wally and Eve. Ooh. I like
1: what Whoa. John just said about Dumbo. That you know, especially <laughs> when it, it. it just.
5: Oh, what's
1: that? Oh, you said, said d- well, no. I said, I said the yeah. Rocketeer. Oh, somebody said Dumbo. I said Dumbo. Right, said, yeah. I need to take my headphones off. <laughs>
2: So I guess is the question is, do do we want an overlay of a character, or do you want a complete rewrite of the ride, of the whole experience? Because what makes sense? I mean, the, you know. Well, I think the Star ride, Wars doesn't make sense, but
0: I think the ride vehicle itself is great. I think what they did with that that new movie is just. I think it was sloppy.
3: I think it I think Kevin was actually onto something pretty cool. He's <coughs> saying the Rocketeer, and I'm thinking like uh, w- w- combining that with what Pete said about it, if you're going to use so much CGI in that ride, why didn't you just do something a little more fantastical? And the Rocketeer takes place in like what the 20s, right. so you it would have been cool a to retro. see it like flying over America and like the manifest destiny and moving west. And, and all for that as sort much of stuff,
0: as I liked know? that movie, the Rocketeer, it just doesn't have. The, a presence the popular well it doesn't have the it doesn't have the popular support to warrant a presence in the well,
4: neither does, um,
3: I think they're remaking it they're making another one I think
4: Song of the South
0: oh. good point well, we're going to get to that we're going to get to that in a second alright so um, the next one she moves on to you are just so worked up over there Mr. Porter
5: oh man <laughs> this one this one's actually fine, this next one's great,
0: okay, so next Let's one is a stamp is of approval is Space Mountain, which uh she admits is a bit of a cheat because Disney's already done this with hyperspace Mountain out in California. Why we can't do that, I don't
5: no, I would love this one's great. I would love if they they did something like this. It would be better if they started with just if we could have disneyland
0: explain to people what disneyland's hyperspace mountain is uh
5: it's a star wars themed overlay uh in which x-wings are flying at you and so
0: as you're as you're as you're riding space mountain on the walls instead of like giant chocolate chip cookies coming at you uh there's all this star wars imagery Mm -hmm. um and the tunnel where you you know originally blast off it's made to look like you're going into hyperspace and it's
1: Incredible. Also, cold. the ride vehicles are different. You have the speakers right there. Yeah. You know, yeah. Where you're not hearing them you know, as, you, as you pass them you, the whole time.
5: So, you know, I, I, this one I have nothing to say because I agree.
1: So we agree that this would be a good.
4: No, we don't agree. <laughs> no, 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 we don't agree. How Again. about we
1: just do Space Mountain with a light? Why don't, don't we just How call it that? Star
4: Wars Land? <laughs> <laughs> Everything has to be funny, girl. Well, I don't, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. But no, I am a huge Disney fan first. I'm not a fan of Star Wars. I've made that perfectly clear. Not every ride has to have a Star Wars
0: component. Okay, so I'll ask you the same question I just asked, Steve. If you had to choose some intellectual property to put over Space Mountain.
4: I think that's where Wally would fit. Uh, Yeah,
3: I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah. Mm
4: If you're going to add space to it, I, there's not everyone in the world is a Star Wars fan, right? And I think I also think not
2: everyone in the world believes that these rights should be changed. I, I don't well, think there's he, that's I don't actually. Where they, I go uh, back this, to.
0: Okay, I want to be Girl clear on. here. She is not making the argument that no. they need to be changed, nor am I. We don't want to have it's to go looking for Rachel. It's just a fun thing to think about. We, to talk about this yeah. is, I, and that's what one of the things I loved about this article was that it just kind of poses these questions.
5: The reason I
0: these these could be these could be ripe for it. These could be ripe for an IP takeover.
5: The reason I love it is because I appreciate her ability to spark discussion like we are right now because that's something that when I write articles, I'm trying to have people in the comments do the same thing, and she totally achieved that. And this is honestly was, one
0: of the, one of my favorite articles in a while on the site. Yeah, it's a great um, article. It's, it's a great article.
1: It, it, um, while we're in Tomorrowland, because I don't think we're going back in Tomorrowland in this article, I think um, taking Buzz Lightyear moving it into Toy Story land and improving it and replacing something with Incredibles mm-hmm. there. Like if
4: you had wings. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but anyway, that's,
3: that's tomorrow that's land.
0: Uh, but that's a good idea, though.
3: Right. I guess I love the Disneyland version of that ride a lot. Uh, yeah, where well, you, you can, can take up you can the take thing. the gun out oh, yeah. and move it around. You're a not Buzz, stuck. A Buzz Lightyear.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: Buzz Lightyear. But take that and move it into Toy Story Land and put something Incredibles yeah. somewhere in Tomorrowland. And I was even thinking more of a I would hate to duplicate a ride from Universal, but this, with uh, Transformers and Spider Man, that sort of style mm. where you know the enemy is attacking you. You're following and, the f- and, and, with and the, the, family. The, the family. All right,
2: yeah. go ahead.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, the next one she talks about is Splash Mountain, and she mentions in the article it's a bit of a conundrum because uh, Pirates of the Caribbean just underwent its change where they took out the the auction scene and changed the you know the redhead, um, but that with Splash Mountain being based on Song of the South, that she's surprised nothing has changed in that. Particular attraction. Now, for those not familiar, uh, Song of the South, uh, Disney decided not to release that on home video in the United States uh, over objections from a lot of groups, including the NAACP, because of the kind of racism that the era in the film depicts um, and the way it was, I guess, the way it was done. Um, so, uh, but, of course, Splash Mountain is based on the, the animated portions of that.
4: But they seem to have cleansed it of all of
2: yes. the racial overtones. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely.
4: Um, um,
2: it's basically... Um, but I think what she's saying here is that so many people don't know what Song of the South is, what could they do to it to make it more relevant to
0: today's She artists? is suggesting Princess
5: and the Frog. So, oh, I can I, see and it, yeah. I,
1: yeah, I can see that. I don't want to mess with Splash Mountain. Yeah, I know that's but a I don't want to mess right. with it, but I can see that.
5: Yeah, this one I can see. The only-
1: I
0: love watching how everybody well, is clenched. on a tightrope because they are so afraid. If they say, "Yeah, you know what? That would be a better ride," you would
1: we would be no, eviscerated. I, I actually well, think of you know I, I think be about ride. like that's Julie's favorite ride, and if Julie was here, I, Julie has a lot of favorite rides. I, I know she does, <laughs> but most of them are, are not even here anymore. Uh, <laughs> but, but that that is, but it's not it's not one of my favorite rides. I enjoy it. I just don't like wet socks.
2: I can see I can see from her what the goal she's going for. Does this fit in that ride? The answer is yes. Should mm-hmm. you change it? No.
5: I feel like if they're gonna have a Princess and the Frog attraction anywhere, it probably should be in Disneyland's New Orleans Square. It seems like that would make more sense. We uh, an overlay to Club Thirty Three. I was just gonna. <laughs> yeah. Have
4: you been to Disneyland's? New Orleans Square.
5: Yeah, there's not a lot of room. It's about I as understand. big as this table. But I'm just saying where, I mean, Splash Mountain already doesn't really make sense where it is, you know, in the Magic Kingdom because it's like the South themed, but it's in Frontierland, and we have a lot of mountains in the South. Right. It doesn't really make <laughs> sense where it's at.
4: I think sometimes we spend too much time trying to make things make sense. I think it's okay where it is. It's kind of like if you you could actually do that with everything. Why is Autopia in Tomorrowland?
5: Because oh, it's about cars and...
4: <laughs> we, we have them now. <laughs>
5: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, There's nothing ones. futuristic about
0: <laughs> No, I Better mean. ones that run
2: cleaner. Right.
4: Well.
0: Tomorrowland Speedway in this case. Um, but that's the next one she brings up. is Tomorrowland Speedway. Bulldoze s- it. Saying this would require a few tunnels, but it could be changed to a Wreck-It-Ralph theme. Design your own Sugar Rush car while in the queue. Similar to Test Track, but this time we will be playing an actual mini-games from the movie to design your car. Uh, the first half of the track, you'll be running your race. Then you'll enter a few tunnels as you jump video game worlds. Oh. I think that's brilliant. That's a I cool think idea. That as is as good an idea as I've heard for the Tomorrowland Speedway. Um, shy of uh, making it a, just a parking lot. If you're going to go car themed, just make it a parking okay, lot. Bring back, back them those tussles. stupid
2: cabanas and just set them up. <laughs> Put them in the
0: Eight hundred dollar, eight hundred dollar cabanas would be a more welcome addition to that area. Quieter, less pollution. Oh God, the pollution!
3: Oh, it's literally the one area that's responsible for the hole in the ozone layer over Florida. You stole my joke.
0: I've said that many times on the show, but yes. I believe it is responsible for all of global warming. We don't have to blame anything else. We can just blame that. And
4: I think it's an anachronism. I I think it's... I I think video games have allowed children to pretend they can drive. I don't think they have to get in a plastic Mm -hmm. car and go four miles an hour and wait for four hours to do it because...
0: Oh, get off my lawn.
2: I,
4: I, I am a huge believer in original Disney. I think... I understand. Walt said that everything's going to change, get over it, move on. I'm paraphrasing. But I think <laughs> of, you know, as far as change, talk about something that is kind of basically a cheap amusement park ride. I mean, we used to have a place up in upstate New York called Gaslight Village. It was all based on the gay 90s. Write your own joke. But one of the things they had was they had, like, Model T's on the same kind of track Mm -hmm. but that
0: was back in like the early 70s yeah there is nothing futuristic there is nothing that fits in with Tomorrowland I think it
5: will especially be bad once Tron opens because it will really be right in front of Tron and the juxtaposition between like the oldest clunkiest how did
0: that attraction survive the design phase of the Tron attraction how was it how is it that Disney didn't look and say, let's just get rid of this? I, I don't under I don't understand that. But I don't want we it can't could spend be electric
1: it. cars. I think the sponsor should change to like a, a local chiropractor. Because so every time <laughs> I get hit, oh man. Or, I'm or one of these help. lawyers yeah. with their
2: signs up on the side of the road.
0: All right. So we've mentioned that Wally would be uh, could be a good overlay for certain attractions. She suggests living with the land turning that into a wally attraction i think those are fighting
3: words i was
4: yeah. just gonna say That's i'm just starting just... to get annoyed with rachel <laughs> <laughs>
3: that, um that sounds like the earth part would just be a dumpster like you're just going through the garbage and then well, you what go, she you proposes
2: know? that you go through the ruined earth first and then you like, reach
1: look what you did and ways uh, that the by and large uh, crew
0: is growing food and rehabilitating the planet right um, interesting. I, I have interesting.
1: no. I think it can be more exciting. Our kids never say, "Let's go to Epcot," so we can do living with a land. I, I already that, told you just, how I feel about this. right Now, before
0: bit. we go to the next one, before we go to the next one, I want to make it very clear: we are not suggesting this. It's Rachel. <laughs> okay, Rachel is just putting out. Well, what could be done? Um, because this, I think, is the holiest, holiest ground of all: um, enchanted tiki
3: room. <gasps>
5: I think if Craig were here, he would have jumped over the nook and, like, started fighting us or something. He'd be so we mad. What is,
3: what is what is yeah, she suggesting? Uh, adding hi-hi from Moana. Oh, hey-hey. Hey-hey or hi-hi. Yeah, like, of, hey, girl.
0: Hey-hey um, from Mo- Mo- Moana um, into Tiki Room.
3: Do we to take out Zazu? The bird doesn't even talk in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, it just, it'd just be a bunch
1: of clicking. Yeah, I mean, it'll just be a is, bunch is of clicking. K. hey hey the chicken? <laughs> yeah. Given, oh, yeah,
0: Just given how much, how much protest there was when they changed it to under new management where oh, they added oh,
2: and yeah.
1: remember that With yeah. even when I was a Zazzle kid, and I hated Iago. That. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: And not only was there all that complaining but then after it opened it was roundly hated
4: right, they had to modify um, it right then yeah, they to, yeah and even I still, any still time I don't think you had Gilbert Gottfried to a ride you've made a mistake
0: <laughs> or insurance companies <laughs> okay. I, I I don't think I don't think the attraction ever truly recovered um you go out to Disneyland and you see how popular that attraction is all the time the lines the crowds going into Tiki room here it's a good place to get out of the heat because you're
1: never really going to have to wait that long. Um, There's something different about the one at Disneyland though. Like you can you get a Dole whip and you go wait in that little little area here. I don't know. Uh, it it is it is a place to go take a nap. Now,
0: she has a few others and let you go read the article uh, on the deswwinfo.com. Uh it is entitled, I want to make sure I get the title right, original disney attractions that could easily go the way of an IP makeover. So, uh, go check that out. You can add your comments to that article. Also, feel free to send them in podcast at disunplugged.com. dot can I,
2: can I propose one question to the group? Sure. I know we're getting close on time here. What internet, inter, what property? I can't say the word. Is missing from Disney?
1: I just said it. Mary Incredibles. Poppins.
5: Incredibles. Oh, I agree with Kevin. Yeah, I agree with Kevin. Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins, Mary Poppins. Mary
4: Poppins. Mary Poppins needs an attraction. Maybe Soren. You're flying. You know something? <laughs> I I believe how many theaters are at Soren? Is it two or three?
5: three? Three.
4: I think having three different theaters. Three different
5: choose your own adventure,
4: kind of it depends on which line you get in. Do you want to go over America? Do you want to go with Aladdin, or do you want to go with Mary Poppins? And I think people would ride it more than once. I think splitting that up. I think you'd
0: end up with one theater with a, right, exactly. tw- a twelve-hour wait time, and another one with a twenty-minute wait time. <laughs> I want do the original, um, but I think that's yeah.
2: I think Mary Poppins. I agree should be in Disney somewhere.
0: All right. Well, I want to I want to thank Rachel for writing a great article and giving us something to talk about. But with that, we're gonna move on to Rapid Fire, and we'll start with you, Mr. Major.
2: All right, big day for us at Dreams Unlimited Travel. 2019 Walt Disney World packages went on sale today. It
0: is nuts. It is crazy.
2: I've, I've turned off my email for the show. Um, couple of things I just wanna say real quick. I wanna make sure that you know that if you've asked your Dreams Unlimited Travel agent for a quote, and they haven't gotten back to you yet, please be patient. They're helping all of their clients. They are um, taking care of them. They will take care of you, and you will get your quote today. Just please be patient. They are working very, very hard. Um, A couple of things the agents have asked me to share with you. Remind you that you can only book 499 days in advance of your checkout date. So if you're looking for something late, late 2019, you might not be able to book it, or might not be able to book it. That is a Disney rule. Not that of Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you're looking for a DVC resort, in general, DVC resorts can be booked six months in advance for non-DVC members. Occasionally, there's a little bit of weirdness out there where something can be booked. But if you're saying you, know, you wanna travel next summer in a DVC room, it just can't happen because they give DVC members first crack priority at those rooms. Um, we're seeing some availability issues so far. Early February 2019, all of All-Star Resorts are sold out. And this mm. is, also happens end of March, beginning of May. We believe that they've been held for the cheerleaders
5: cheerleading competition. <laughs> so you wouldn't want to go anyway.
2: <laughs> exactly. You wouldn't want to say the All-Stars anyway at that time. Um, no premium campsites for uh, January 14th through January 22nd. Don't know what that's about. Hmm. And one of the big things that's kind of popped up is that Coronado is now showing the new five sleeper rooms. They have rooms now that will sleep five people, so that's something that kind of came up on us pretty quick. I wanna give you some sample pricing that we're finding. This is going to be shocking. September 12th through September 18th, two adults, two children, four-day base ticket with dining, different resorts, boardwalk, $6,462. Are you
0: kidding? In September?
2: September. They better come up with free dining. Yep. And then just to take it down, there's a whole bunch of them.
0: And that's with dining.
2: That's with dining, with a Disney dining plan, the regular dining plan, not quick service, not deluxe. Um, Art of Animation, $6,066 for the same scenario. Jeez. How many days
1: is that again? And,
2: and Six nights, the 12th through the 18th.
1: Okay. Family of four?
2: Family of four. Kids 12 and 9. Four-day base ticket. No park hopping. And the Disney dining plan.
4: And what's really amazing is that I'm thinking if you're from the United States, your kids are in school. Yeah. Those dates I, are school dates.
5: I'm yeah. also s- surprised because I was thinking September would have been a down going into 2019 with Star Wars opening. Well, and with Star Wars opening, you'd think that especially 2019, September would be down.
2: And hurricane season. Mm. One more of that, just along those same lines, same scenario, all-star movies, $4,483. So these are not cheap vacations, folks. Well, and these are
0: also, I I mean, that's a time when we always see a 30% discount along with the the offering of free dining. And
2: this could be the scenario. The scenario could be that people are booking these the prices got up in anticipation of free dining being released. That's always a possibility. All right. So and if a discount
1: that? comes out to lower that, Dreams will take care of that. Automatically
2: right? we will adjust your reservation and then send you an email letting you know that we've adjusted your price. And
0: just for those who may not be familiar in the interest of full disclosure, John and I are owners in Dreams Unlimited Travel. So I want to make sure that we're upfront about that.
1: We have all the details of two thousand nine, uh, two thousand nineteen. Yeah, back in the day. Um, sure, hasn't been it, we, have, we have all the we have all the details on the website, also like pricing example uh, pricing for the two thousand nineteen Disney dining plan. Jackie's been hard at work. She's been texting me since six thirty this morning. Thank you, Jackie. Appreciate that. Um, <laughs> but it's it's all there.
0: All right. Excellent. Thank you, John.
2: Kevin.
4: Shopdisney.com is having his semi-annual Sixty up to sixty percent off sale. There's some cool stuff on it. Go look.
2: Rhino, you found something you were talking about before the show.
3: You found did, yeah, if you I'm go on, my phone. Um, there's uh, there's actually some pretty decent deals on there. There's a lot of that Neff um, who does a lot of the. Um, it's very popular in California. They're just like very specific type of Disney shirts that were pretty discounted. And then there was like a Jack Skellington shirt that I really liked. That was like black with like gold lame on it. And it was like seven ninety nine down from 35 he I have at, gold sneakers and I need something to match
2: it. He was at it. the gay Disney shop.
3: Yeah.
5: <laughs> Did you move Rocket or is he now... No, he's oh, getting closer. Nice, yeah, now he's looking at me. I'm telling you that I don't know. rat is moving. I don't
3: know what you're talking about?
4: <laughs> There's some really good deals. ShopDisney.com. Twice a year they held a big sale, and it's up to sixty percent off. There's
3: a lot of kids' costumes on there. If parents are trying to get ready for like
5: Halloween yeah, stuff. It might be idea. a good idea. Get them now. Yeah,
0: yeah. get Steve's.
5: Yeah, yeah costume you get now. Uh, Spider-Man costume. I'm to
2: get your fifty set costume. Yeah, do wrapping. <laughs>
5: Not the right era, but close enough. Run DMC. <laughs> I do like Run DMC. Yes.
2: I like your Adidas.
5: Um, good song. All right, thank you, Kevin. Uh, so, uh, Incredibles two was released on June fifteenth. Um, it has a strobe light effect during the movie, and uh, no spoilers. I won't. Yeah, I won't say why, but there is a strobe light effect. um, And blogger Veronica Lewis uh, pointed this out on Twitter, um, saying that Disney should have some sort of warning, or that the theater should have some sort of warning. And those warnings have actually started to pop up. So, um, you know, it'll say if you have epilepsy or are sensitive to light, just be careful. Do you know if if anybody
2: has been affected by this yet? Is anybody? complained or said I, they've had a problem? From I
5: haven't seen anything online about it. Um, a friend of mine is epileptic, so I am going to, uh, to
3: inquire about that because I'm pretty sure she was going to bring her kids to go see this. So I'm I did,
5: just be... There's actually a comment in our article that uh, someone said that they do have light sensitivity so and they didn't know and they went in and so the minute it started happening, they just closed their eyes mm-hmm. and they said they would have liked to know. The movie was still really good but it would have been good to know going into that like hey i'm gonna have to close my eyes
2: i'm no surprised that wasn't one of our news stories incredible's breaking all records this weekend highest grossing animated feature right there highest we
0: grossing weekend for an animated feature yeah. ever 180 um 80
2: plus million
0: and highest opening for a pg movie wow we're going and tomorrow night to see it looking forward to it yeah no, incredible
2: do you think that's because incredible. the
4: movie is so good or do you think that's because there was no competition
0: no, I think it's oh, because the movie is so, so good. It
5: is really, really yeah.
0: good. 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, so, I mean, it's getting rave reviews. Yeah, I and a, I think it was an A or an A-plus cinema school. They're
2: beloved score. characters that haven't been around for a while. Mm-hmm. The story is telling it from a unique perspective, so I think it's...
1: They haven't been run into the ground either. Just recently with, you know, Incredible Summer, but
3: it's not like, you know, we're not tired of Incredibles. Yes. Plus, plus it's Pixar. Pixar you, has a history of performing well. So you've got mm-hmm. a, the strong brand behind all that stuff, too. Yeah. All
0: right. Thank you, Steve.
1: All right. I want to let everybody
3: know about a resource we have
1: on the disc. Sometimes uh, are some tools that we have get buried. We have a, uh, a section uh, for Disney Cruise Line uh, stateroom reports where it's we have like over 10,000 in there right now where you can go and choose the, the cruise line that you were on in, in your stateroom and you can Rate it from a scale of one to five, and and write some notes about it. And it's it's a good thing to to add just uh, for a review. But it's also a good resource if you're planning a cruise. Um, you might find some things about a stateroom that you're looking at. You can look at the the deck plans all you want, but you might find something in these reviews that hey, look, it might be a little noisy at times. It might be um, just anything. Uh, but it's a good it's a good resource that we have on the DIs that sometimes it kind of get o- gets overlooked. But just wanted to point. That out the rotten
3: tomatoes of state rooms on cruises it is, it is, yeah. <laughs>
0: all right thank you Corey. right
3: all right so mine has to do um with our uh west coast out here um that it's the uh, pixar pier is opening up and they um as you all know and later this summer they're going to have uh, bing bong sweet stuff which is the candy store out there and the disney parks blog shared um uh, a bunch of photos of the food which all look delicious and it sounds like it's going to be the place like where you take your kid, and they're going to go on a sugar high, and then they're going to crash real hard afterwards. And the name of the game here is Rainbows too. Everything is rainbow-colored and rainbow-themed and everything. But um, rather than go through the whole list here, I would say just check out our article on www.info.com um, because there's some interesting – there's some – like, it sounds cool. I, I don't tend to, like, get into, like, the really sweet snacks of stuff, but it seems like it would be – very for people that like to take foods uh, pictures of food for Instagram
0: lust after a yellow ice cream cone though
3: (laughs) I wanted that ice cream cone so bad
2: isn't that the name of the club on the Sopranos Bing Bong
0: that's the Bada Bing oh
2: (laughs) anyway
3: that's all I have to say about that the line for that Oh, for the, the adorable snowman treats was yeah. like it was from like there, so that's up by like where the Cove Bar was. It went all the way down to the entrance of Toy Story, and it was it, no shade, so it was just in the sun right there. And I was like, oh, I don't like, I don't want a lemon ice cream that bad. I mean, next time, next yeah, time. it was nuts. It was yeah. nuts. The line was huge. I'm looking forward to seeing
0: Pixar Pier. Can't wait. Want to see what the what they've ultimately done with it so all right ladies and gentlemen that is going to do it for our show for this week we hope you enjoyed it and we'll be back with you again next tuesday with another episode of the Diz Unplugged. thanks for being with us and remember stay out of the damn lakes have a great week